0: Oh, kidding! That's the best part, the tag Can you break, Just kidding, the rest of the song okay. is really good
1: But I also love the tag Wow, I was like, you mean the one part that isn't Dominic Bike?
0: <laughs> oh, I love that chord progression, actually Yeah like The transition chord right before the end of the phrase Wow Dominic uh, Fike, I was like Whoa. so on the fence yes, about I'm Dominic like, Fike, so and uh, you
1: were on the fence about Dominic Fike. Wow. Well, no,
0: remember when like he released those two singles, and I was like, "Who dis?"
1: Oh yeah. So I
0: was just like, "Who dis?" But now I'm like,
1: "Dis yeah. who?" So literally, <laughs> okay. So this is produced by Kenny Beats, um, and Dominic Fike was suddenly on everybody's radar because he like did that collaboration with Kevin Abstract um, on Peach, I believe it is, and. So I think honestly, what makes this song so good is the is the little high parts that are in the beginning, and they also like reappear at the chorus. Yeah, and like there are a lot of fun like little phone samples and like honestly, just like the little like high bits are mm-hmm. the best part. Yeah, IMO. this was
0: so fun. I feel like I thought of him as way more lo-fi than and, like this. Yeah. yeah, but like this song is very much. I mean, he he got signed. He signed AF. So I feel like yeah. there's going to be a new polish and a new brightness and I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. Oh, and speaking of brock Brockhampton things, they just teased or not really just, but maybe like a week ago they te- they teased a new song, I believe. It is a 1 minute teaser and it at the end of it it just flashes the text ginger so i think that might be the first single from their new album they have said that that was going to be a summer release so that's probably gonna happen sometime this summer and it's definitely gonna
0: happen in the fall if there's anything i know about releases that were promised to us in the summer shush it's coming in september
1: fucking good uh, i feel
0: like you know what cruel summer right that happened with cruel summer with good music the kanye Oh, man. The blank stare. It says it all. Um, But there was this, like, big compilation album of all of these, like, good music signees and friends, and it was, like, teased for five ever, and I remember it came out, like, the second week of September, and Mm -hmm. everyone was, like, cruel fall, (laughs) but it was still good. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Okay. More on the extremely mainstream pop game. Jason Derulo... Jason Derulo, y'all, yeah, has a new <laughs> single um, with Farruko, and it's called Mamacita, and to use his own words, he learned a little Spanish. <laughs> Literally, that's like the, the verses. Let me just, let me show you the part where he's like, I learned a little Spanish. Okay. Oh,
1: God. And then okay. he speaks the Spanish.
0: For, for, Jason he learned dale, he learned Mamacita?
1: Then he speaks English. He even learned a little Spanish. Nailed it. Right? Not too
0: bad. Okay. I mean, this is the guy who, like, a few years ago with Talk Dirty to Me was like, I don't speak your language. And it was, like, kind of culturally insensitive.
1: (laughs) Character development.
0: (laughs) Literally. Um, Okay, and then also on that, like, trying to sort of cash in on the Urbano train thing, David Guetta, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike, and Daddy Yankee and Naughty Natasha have a song called Instagram. And it is literally just, like...
1: It's what you expect from a song that's literally called Instagram. Yeah,
0: it's exactly what you would expect, but it's honestly part of like a larger challenge and a larger genre that I think Runaway fits into, where it's just like, see if Daddy Yankee and Naughty Natasha can salvage literally any song challenge. <laughs> <laughs> just toss these two on there and see if it makes things remotely better. <laughs> and it does, so daddy yankee and naughty natasha it's lit we stand. <laughs> <laughs> um okay but enough with the jokes dj mustard aka mustard has a new album
1: wait okay i'm still confused about that it's why just is it mustard. mustard if like the whole uh, it's just
0: mustard but sometimes i just keep saying dj mustard because i don't know if like people are gonna know what i'm talking about unless i say dj mustard you know yeah i don't know but now we're all going to know because it's mustard Okay, just from this. Um, But yeah, it's actually such a good album. It's called Perfect Ten and it's amazing. And it literally starts off feeling like those layup drills at the beginning of the basketball game where everyone's like going to make their fucking layups because it's like very easy to do that. And we're all just like, yep, yep, yep. And then every so often someone will like do a little... Spin dunk thing, and then everyone, and they'll go back to their layups. You know, it's like lighthearted, easy athleticism. That's the beginning of this album, mm-hmm. and it's also so funny. Like, there are so many insane features on this album. Like, because it's kind of, it's not a compilation album, obviously, but like, Mustard is a producer, yeah. So there's obviously going to be some vocalists.
1: But and the, if you think you don't know who Mustard is, like, it's you Mustard kind on of that d- be- hook, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Everybody it, knows, uh, hey, hook, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But it's so amazing to me that there is a Migos feature and then later in the album there's a Quavo feature, (laughs) which is like so, like did they just hit the same recording session and then they were like Offset and who the fuck are you? Both of you can go.
1: (laughs) Take off. That was so mean to take (laughs) off. Wow. (laughs) Sorry. You hate take off.
0: I don't hate take off. (laughs) But one of them is married to Cardi B, and that's all I'm going to say.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Um. Yeah, anyways, though, I feel like the album is truly, like, you know how there's, like, in astrology, there's, like, your rising sign, and that's how people, like, perceive you when they first meet you. And then there's, like, your sun sign, which is, like, the one everybody knows. And then there's, like, your moon sign, which is, like, when people, like, are really close to you and they really understand how you truly are around people that you're super vulnerable around.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's this album. We're
1: really getting gay up here. <laughs> that's this, this album. This is the gayest analysis <laughs> that you will find of fucking this mustard album.
0: <laughs> okay, but truly it is, though, because, like, it has a super fun, like... Peppy high energy intro, and you're just like, Yeah, like mustard on that beat, ho. And then you get then you Wow. (laughs) Literally. And then like there's a really like intense, or I don't know, I don't want to say intense, but it's like a thick, like midsection. That is all these amazing different vibes that mustard is capable of doing. And it's like really good production. And it's not like your average classic song, like Baguettes in the face. It has (laughs) not the production you would expect. It has this like beautiful guitar, okay? Like there's a lot going on there, <laughs> and then it kind of gets into this end section, which is "Surface," and that has LMA and Ty dollar Sign on it, and then "Ballin" with Roddy Rich, and is literally that's one of my favorite songs off the album. And then it, it's "Perfect Ten, which is a Nipsey Hustle song.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: did you you did you listen to this album?
1: I did, I did. And I, I mean, it's I...
0: not that long, honestly. Like, yeah. everybody should listen to it just because, like. Just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but the Perfect Ten song was so moving and so beautiful, honestly. Like the sonic arrangements, the way that it's just actually a Nipsey Hustle song, like the chorus, the verse, the interludes, mm-hmm. everything about it is and it's not just like a compilation. It's clearly like something they recorded together. And just the way that Mustard steps back. Obviously he's still producing it, but it's such a light touch, and it's just so clearly meant to complement everything that he's saying. And it's mm-hmm. not, there, you know, there's not like a ton of emotional orchestral strings or anything, like in a way that's um, invasive. You know, it's not mm-hmm. too heavy-handed. It's just there. It's very raw. It's beautiful. It's insightful. It's heartwarming without being corny. Everything that Nipsey Hussle was in life, you know, this song is like trying to be, and it does such a good job you know mm-hmm. and the fact that it's only 10 songs I feel like we've gotten so much good material this year but a lot of it has been like buffered you know that there's yeah. good moments but it, there's these like ginormous albums or whatever and sometimes those are great but sometimes there's like some just stuff in there that you're like okay whatever this is like yeah. so curated so intentional nothing is like there that doesn't need to be there it's amazing it's yeah this album is what the DJ Khaled album wishes it was. Oops. Thank you and good night. (laughs) Everybody listen to it.
1: Okay, so before we continue, I would like to say that Jaden Smith released his album, uh, Eris, and he's also now going just by Jaden, which he can do. Um, (laughs) And I wasn't expecting it to go, like, so fucking hard, but it did. And it is actually just very long though, so... Mm um i need some more time to digest that and listen to it a few more times but like from like first listen stuff i will say intro is produced by Lido and it's really fucking sick um, which is a
0: deep cut by the way like i feel like lido has been off the map for a hot sec so that's also wild. like
1: eris is supposed to be like sire but like it's like flipped and like the first the intro oh
0: my god realize the, realize realize yeah it's very jaden
1: smith of him anyways. how can we
0: also you know that's not his quote that's i know just something he tweeted the one that's famous is how can we how can our eyes be mirrors be real if, if our, our eyes, eyes aren't, real? aren't, <laughs> aren't yes. real yeah 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 anyways continue
1: <laughs> like okay it's supposed to be the flip and um sire starts with blue and it's split into four tracks, also pro- all produced by. Lido. And this one starts with eelb. No, it starts with pink. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, anyways, the intro is really literally really the cool. Literally, gender binary is
0: a myth, and um, so I feel that that is a false dichotomy. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm d- literally interrupting you so much. Keep going.
1: Anyways, Willow's also there. She pops in and out. She's super cool. Love all the songs that she's on. Please go listen to it. A lot of bops, definitely. That's all I got from first listen.
0: Okay. Anywho's Revenge of the Dreamers 3. It came out on Friday, and, like, I don't know. Technically, it should probably also be in, like, a period of marinating, but, like, what else is there to say about it besides it's the release of the summer? And if you enjoy fun, then you should listen to this album. And if you hate fun, then I guess you won't like the album.
1: <laughs> and you're also Plankton <laughs> from SpongeBob.
0: Yeah. Um. So, anyways, NPR the true authority on all things music. Called it the Avengers Endgame of albums because of its hype.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> and to that I say yes and... <laughs> a, this album essentially has a post-credits scene in Sacrifices with Holy J. Cole's sick. reveal. <laughs> B, no one expects it to be funny, but then it's high-key hilarious at certain points, just like Avengers Endgame. Like, literally, I ne- 1993 is... I was, like, legit laughing out loud. Uh, C, it's so much more enjoyable, like, the album is so much more enjoyable if you've seen all the other individual artists' albums, you know? Yeah. Like, Endgame. It's better if you've seen all of the, like, origin mm-hmm. Yeah, stories. okay. Yes, okay. I get this extended. <laughs> and then D, <laughs> <laughs> okay. at a certain point, towards the end of the album, it becomes clear that, yes... This is still an ensemble compilation album, but it's also kind of sort of still about the one character who started it all, which is, of course, Iron Man. I mean, J. Cole. J. Cole. It's about J. Cole. Okay. Well, because not only on the last song, Sacrifices, he, like, talks about how he's actually going to have a second kid, which is, like, cray, Um, but also, (laughs) Middle Child is just, like, in there towards the end. Oh. And it's the only thing that's just, like, by J. Cole. It's not, like, Dreamville or anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, like, if you were listening to this album and you didn't get it by now, here's Middle Child, which literally, like, is his manifesto for this new era of, like, mentoring these young rappers and signees. So in case you didn't get it with the first, like, 17 songs, now mm-hmm. you can listen to Middle Child and it's like, oh, okay, 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 cool. Um, And I also just love, like, the reach of this album like it's obviously a dreamville associated release but they pull from like not just dreamville signees which like is normal but i just thought it was so funny that at the end of the album it's like this very pensive song and you just gotta get sabo on smino for that doesn't matter <laughs> that they're in pivot gang absolutely not but that's just what the song calls for and there's also like kendrick is in the intro like an uncredited feature okay. Kendrick just like runs into the frame like does a front flip and then runs out of the frame and like that's just <laughs> it for Kendrick Lamar um which is also like there's so many you've seen what the album looks like when you open it in Spotify right where there's like parentheses and it's just like I don't yeah. even know like dot 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 yeah even beyond those things there are more people like I think on 1993 which has like a very extensive list of features like BJ the Chicago kid is lending vocals like yeah. there's so many people there's Mez there's obviously i said kendrick there's ti there's buddy who steals the show on literally every track that he's on there's so many people (laughs) like there's just there's just so there's so much there's just hella cameos i guess that's another way it's like avengers endgame fun cameos and uncredited stuffs um but yeah top song easily 1993 it's actually the funniest shit of all time but i feel like this song 1993 and middle child are kind of like the tldr of the album of like this fun just people hanging out and like being amazing artists and then just also middle dudes. child yeah just guys being dudes that everyone should listen to it it's the release of the summer uh ah, it's a big release of the summer and i love it <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad i like just talked about perfect 10 perfect 10 is also amazing everyone yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so I don't know if we've talked about him before, but Tony Velour has come out with a new single called Wild. It's produced by Dylan Brady, although I guess that's really not much of a surprise considering that all of Tony Velour's discography pretty much is produced by Dylan Brady. Word. Um, but anyways, Tony Velour is really cool, and I also think that uh, Dylan Brady's style really comes through on this uh, song because there's this, like, vocal effect that's just kind of, like, layered throughout um that's like very like metallic and overdriven and very much like um dylan brady's like signature sense uh but also i do want to call attention to like um parts in the song that i honestly wasn't expecting from dylan brady and uh i guess how they contrast so so like it's like a very mm. Dylan Brady time right now
0: time, don't care Yes alive,
1: I deny, stop it A lot of fun slides
0: time, just This is so catchy I know It's so bouncy I feel like every bouncy synth I think of it as bouncy and then at the very edge of it, at the cusp it's like razor sharp and then it's like yep that's Dylan Brady
1: Yeah Aren't these, like, like high notes really fun?
0: Ooh, I like the strings. I know, right? I'm such a
1: sucker for strings. Wow. And now it's, like, weird and, like, happy and, like, upbeat and, like, uplifting. And I was like, ooh, Dylan Brady, like, not doing emo things. Like,
0: truly, though. Um, what else? Riz LaVie. I think I'm saying that wrong. Let's be real. But, um, <laughs> Uh, released an EP called Saturn and my favorite song off of the Saturn EP is the song Saturn because (laughs) it's literally like SoundCloud rap but then I was like listening to it and it was like talking about the toxins in our air and like ocean acidification and like sea level rise and it's literally like a SoundCloud climate change anthem which (laughs) is the most 2019 thing to ever 2019 because I just yeah, it's my anthem right Not now. Not the
1: little dicky one.
0: Oh no, this one is totally more 2019 because <laughs> I feel like we're all really angsty and sort of anxious about it, and sort of like weirdly resigned, but like we shouldn't be resigned because there's totally still time if we fight for it. Okay, guys. And s- whereas like the little dicky <laughs> one is more like ha ha, like animals. This one is more like the reality of climate change, you know. Okay. So yeah, we should all be deeply concerned. <laughs> um, what else? Okay, Devin the Dude has an album also, and I don't know, do you, you don't know who Devin the Dude is probably no. right. Um, I think he has a lot of respect amongst hip hop fans. But in case you're like not a super intense hip hop head, as it were, he was on the. 2001 dre album with snoop Dogg. Mm -mm. so if you're like on that album you're doing some shit and i feel like he kind of pioneered this like sing rapping sort of style so if you like combined i don't even know like kyle and too short and also if he had collaborated with dre like if kyle and too short (laughs) (laughs) then you would get um devin the dude and it's a really awesome album like it's very mellow it's so easy to listen to it's very chill it's great for um I'm pretty sure smoking is is kind of the number one activity (laughs) that he's sort of assuming but it's also great for like driving around standing on the corner casually cleaning your apartment uh sitting in a park standing in a park a lot of things. It's great. It's great for a lot of things. It's not great for like trying to shave 30 seconds off your ETA because you got somewhere to be. It's not for that. But anything that's like vaguely chill, it's it's amazing. And I honestly, you would really like um Don't Be Afraid. The instrumental has major sevenths in it.
1: Ooh, I love a major seventh. <laughs> are tasty.
0: You see what I'm saying? And I, I want to emphasize this dude collaborated with Drake. Like, he's like, for real. You know, this is like so nice. It's very, like, just easygoing. Like, the length of this intro should give that is not the same as yesterday. i'm bopping i know listen to Devin the dude also there was a song from this album on new music friday but it was something to ride to which is the like title track of the album but that track is kind of like an instrumental there's like a chorus and then it's like blank and hmm. it, and in the album it makes so much sense and it's like so nice it feels like when you're in a conversation with someone and then there's just like a natural silence and everyone is like Okay with that and like comfortable, that's what that mm. song feels like. But in New Music Friday, it obviously doesn't have the same context, so yeah. it literally just sounds like this dude forgot to like bounce his track with the lead vocal. I was like, <laughs> What the hell is this? Like, anyways, Spotify honestly did Dev the Dude dirty, and everyone should listen to that album.
1: Fun alliteration, <laughs> I
0: know it's just off the dome. <laughs> Um, okay. And then a single that I really want to talk about or a double single, I guess, was Mez. It is like the third set of double singles off of like presumably some sort of LP. And I didn't know who Mez was, but I was kind of listening to these double singles. And at one point he literally is like my, this is about to get real, everybody. He's like, my uncle got randomly murdered. He autistic and such. There's like still blood on the porch. Like, yeah, really intense. And I feel like it it was one of those lines that it just grabs you because it's obviously extremely real. Yeah. And then the next line about how like the grandma, like she was like, she didn't wash the porch enough or whatever Mm -hmm. is like that kind of imagery is so raw. Like it's Mm -hmm. a small moment, but it's very much like you feel like you're there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the instrumental and the way that he says it, like you cannot miss that line. You know, yeah. Um, and it just reminded me of like I don't even know, like Good Kid, Mad City. Mm -hmm. You know that level of storytelling. I'm sorry, I got like so real just now (laughs) from my dad and the dude. But I wanted to talk about it because I had no like that. That's like how I felt when I was like listening to these double singles because Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool, 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 like good rapper. But honestly, like unparalleled recently. In, ter- in terms of, like, recent releases, like, storytelling capability. And then I was kind of, like, looking into this dude more. He co-wrote 15 out of 16 of the songs on Dr. Dre's Compton album. Mm. So, that's wild. And he directed the music video for Middle Child. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, the really epic one where it's, like, dark and then there's, like, flashes and I, there's, like, I an all-female marching band? Oh, I my will God, have it's to so admit cool. that I haven't seen it, it's but... It's so cool. But he, like, directed that music video as his first music video directing dang and it was casually middle child by j cole yeah so and he's on one of the i think costa rica don't quote me but he's featured on one of the songs in revenge of the dreamers also so Mm -hmm. like literally in one span of like two weeks i was like wow now i know a lot about mez and i'm so excited for future releases even though they're probably gonna like be very intense yeah but i'm down for it i'm ready
1: yeah um honestly okay let's bring the energy up a little bit and like go back to chill zone i know i'm
0: sorry but i also thought okay last thing is i feel like and then we really can bring it up i feel like the uncle it was like showcasing another issue that is like kind of overlooked yes in the police brutality community yes, which yes, is yes, like people yes, on the yes. spectrum mm-hmm. being extremely vulnerable okay mm-hmm. sorry I, I literally, you just said you were going to bring the mood up, that. and then I brought it back down, but I, f- I wanted to, like, mention that, because no, I feel like that is... it's important, it's important. Yeah, okay.
1: Anyways, on to some... We're going to talk about cereal now.
0: <laughs> well, wait, what?
1: I'm literally, I'm not I'm not fucking joking. So, Lou Phelps uh, teamed up with Tony Stone and also his brother, Kaytranada, to uh, make uh, this song called Cinnamon Toast, and... Um, and i'm okay, just going to play it it's called cinnamon
0: toast crunch okay
1: well why don't you just uh-huh. listen to the song <laughs> uh huh yeah hey hey what we need uh-huh. this energy uh-huh. right now uh-huh. i know i'm ay. sorry she's, she's my like, like cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch, crunch. get it that special impossible there's a crunch that you going to bring it to Dallas the plan better yeah devan i'm going here and i'm going here for my artist so you think devan really hard i get my crunch okay so um, can we talk about how great that, like, really, like, staccato, like, delivery is?
0: Yeah, I I did like it. And it kind of drags at the end, too, which is very yeah. different than, like, I know I'm obviously just, like, thinking about J. Cole because of the Dreamville thing, but he has that very, like, staccato flow, and he it does not do that as much.
1: Yeah, no. I will say, okay, like, honestly, this is whatever. But my favorite part is the fucking chorus where it's like, she smells like cinnamon and like because you love that because the crunch is like an ad lib and like you aren't expecting it because the song is called cinnamon toast
0: yeah okay I get that I didn't actually think of it as an ad lib I just thought it was cinnamon toast crunch but now that you point out that the title is just cinnamon toast
1: you were the one who was like it's not even cinnamon toast crunch I know that's your liar
0: I I know but then I was like going along with it I don't know whatever (laughs) it should be called cinnamon toast crunch The taste you can see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that even their, like, slogan?
0: It's absolutely the taste you can see. I refuse to have you doubting me. Literally look it up. It's the taste you can see. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The taste you can see. Tell me that doesn't sound right.
1: Okay, it is the taste you can see.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I... The non-believers. Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. That's what it is. Um... January 2007, Cinnamon Toast Crunch experimented with a new slogan, It's That Intense. <laughs> but it was switched back to after four receptions. In 2009, oh the slogan God. became Crave Those Crazy Squares.
0: Uh, I also hate that one, and they should totally change it back to the taste you can see.
1: <laughs> it's that fucking intense. I'm Anyways, That's so not... we have confirmed that the slogan is "the taste you can see." Okay, <sighs> okay. but I still have one more thing to talk about, okay. uh, which is this Wei Chad album. Um, it's called Compy. Um, so Wei Chad is this like Korean producer who I literally like just found out about. Um, but we stand, but we stand, basically, <laughs> yes predictive keyboard thank you um <laughs> uh, basically it's just like a lot of like really like feel good sunny r and vibes and if that's your thing basically just like please listen to this album and i would highly recommend it and i'm just gonna say that uh here's my favorite song it's called notepad and it's featuring kooky
0: <laughs> word up
1: <laughs> you will love this
0: it's very like textured.
1: You know? Yeah, the whole thing is like this.
0: Oh my god, I love the little syncopation there.
1: It's like if like Hood Boy was still kind of making the music that he used to.
0: Shade. <laughs>
1: Anyways, so I've good. literally been listening to that every morning. Um, so please partake.
0: <laughs> More fucking life. Um, okay. And then I have a couple more singles. The first one is Taku and Matt McWaters have a song called White. And it is such a like cool jam. And Taku has like, I don't know, very, very well developed percussive hip hop. Um, I don't even know, like knowledge and understanding and ability to execute i think i first heard of him when he did this like 50 days of verdilla series mm. where it was like 50 beats and it's they're all like literally amazing and you should listen to like day one and then just keep going because it's like full jams and there's literally 50 of them that's so many Anywho's, <laughs> um and then there's like an album it's like songs to break up to and then the next one which is two years later it's songs to make up to And then there's, like, another album that's not related to to that theme. But, (laughs) you know, yeah. So there's a new single, and it's very exciting for me. Um, What else? Oh, this group called Rock Sue. It's really confusing because I'm, like, looking at the – the doc and there's like taku roxy whatever it's fine um but they're a group and they won x factor and they have this really cute song that i'm gonna play for you and it's you so so so
1: Both so british I just wanna see you rotate. Wow. Rotate. So this could be a jason like Derulo song <laughs> you're really looking like a perfect can you really make they so drop. british time will tell if i hit the
0: jackpot <laughs> It's amazing. It is like backed up on my laptop. is this just a good feel-good song? You know? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. And I love the like pitched-up vocals and the echo right there, you know. And I love like a steel drum type of synth, so I'm down for that. Okay, but this is the best part. anti clockwise It's literally so British. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be talking about aluminum and paintings, and it's going to be amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge fan, needless to say. Uh, and then the last thing was Mahalia and Burna Boy have a new song, Simmer. And did you listen to that one? I did. Okay. So we we both know.
1: Huh? You think it's that there's again. a song with Burna Boy on it that I haven't listened to? I know, to? but
0: also Mahalia. I feel like... Um, that was just like not a collab that I was expecting, maybe because I'm like stupid or whatever. But I, I feel like they're, but <laughs> I feel like they are so good together, but they're not like an obvious pair. So it makes their collab so exciting and it's so dancey and like fun and very like smooth, you know, like mm, there's a mm, lot of percussive mm. elements, but it's, um, it's like very legato. You know what I saying? I guess I can see that a little from bit? Mahalia. Yeah. Oh, is it Mahalia? Is I don't that know. how you say it?
1: Mahalia. I mean, I'm I'm open to that. Ma- I don't know.
0: I'm I'm fine with that being the case. <laughs> Let us know. Anywho. Um and yeah, I think that yeah. That's it. What do you, what else you got?
1: <laughs> um, I actually have like a bunch of club shit happening. So, um, the first thing is that when I returned to SoundCloud, I found, like, honestly, the most glorious gem that I have ever found. Um, Hot take. In my life. Actually, I mean, yeah. It's it's pretty fucking lustrous, I would say. <laughs> um, and that would be this uh, synthane remix of the Lil Uzi Vert song, New Paddock. So, we're gonna play it.
0: Do you know what a paddock is? No. <laughs> <laughs> to watch.
1: Oh wait, yeah, I mean, this new paddock on my wrist—that's literally the, the yeah, contact
0: glue, bro. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, on this note, we stand the lazy bird. Why is he so cute? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> they're so expensive. I guess that's obvious. Yeah, but they're cray.
1: Okay, I want to like go to the the drop. was so fun
0: it it is it is good it is good it's definitely uh, i just like i don't know like it's the drums are compressed question mark in a really weird way whatever no 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 like i'm down for it it's just like i can't decide which year of soundcloud it reminds me of that was my that was why i was because it's it's timeless (laughs) my bad
1: anyways so, um, basically, then I went and like found all of Sinvain's discography, and basically, like he's just like this weird dude from the Netherlands who sounds like if like Kashmir Cat leaned more into club music, which is you know literally, like you're literally everything always that I'm looking want.
0: for, yeah,
1: <laughs> and so I just um
0: <laughs> is this like also yeah. Fane? okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this song is called Sapphire. Well, I was almost going to make it my backtrack, but then I realized I had to talk about New Paddock. <laughs> Anyways, so literally, I stan Symphane so fucking hard right now.
0: I feel like I also, I don't know what happened, but there was a seismic shift where I started saying "stan" unironically, and ha, 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 ha. now we're
1: here. you're one of us now. And
0: I don't like it.
1: Um, but yeah, he also has this really cool song called "Ruby" that like has this really cool like cashmere cat-esque. Ruby
0: like, and sapphire. Yeah. Is there a song called Garnet? No,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Anyways, um, and then they have all these like really cool like synth like glides and shit that are like very Cashmere Cat esque I feel basically everything I want and need from life. Cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of very very exciting club remixes, um, Cabo released another remix pack. Cabo remixes uh, with his E (laughs) three. um (laughs) so Kabo is a Japanese club producer and um so like this mixtape contains a lot of like the uh remixes that he's already been putting out on like SoundCloud like the boot up remix and uh the I think I'm falling remix uh but it also just like has a shit ton of other ones that like he didn't post on SoundCloud like there's one of the weekend by SZA and like talk by Khalid um oh word but the best one is actually an alternate version of one that he already posted, which is Neo Gal Wap by JP the Wavy. And if you will excuse me, I now have to venture to bandcamp to play this. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, Turn the fuck ay, up. Ay. So get a wall. they The only like downside to that is that that song is literally a minute and forty seconds. So,
0: hate to see that.
1: Yeah, I will be playing all of it in its one minute and forty second glory, though.
0: (laughs) Um. Okay. And then I have some like upbeat, fun singles. I don't know why I keep being like. And then that's all I have because it's not all I have. Um. But Yuna, you know the like Malaysian singer. Yeah. Okay. We love. Um. For starters, she is an album out Friday. Just period um but the second single the first one was the G easy and i was like <clears throat> it's fine um but the second single is pink youth <laughs> and it's super fun and has this kind of like disco vibe and the music video for it is so cool it's like an animated like superhero film thing And it's like the world's in black and white, and like there's no color. This is why I was like, you would be so into it. I can't believe you didn't watch it. And it's like CMYK activate or whatever, and it like spreads through the city, and it's so cute. And then the hero, they're like coded to be like POCs, even though it's like in black and white. You know what I mean? Like it's like really cute, and I like love it, and it's empowering. And like the pink youth thing is like them energy that's like radiating through the universe, and it's amazing. And so you're a bad person if you haven't listened to it. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Yeah, I know. Right here across from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then Billboard, who is this like DJ person that I probably saw on some like two future Thursdays playlist, um, has a new single called Ultraviolet. And I want to play like a little bit of it because I feel like it's really interesting. Um, I first heard of Billboard. I know I, it was on the two future Thursdays thing, but it was the song souvenir from 2016 and it was like such a cool like if you took the normal deep house upbeat funky vibe and then just like slowed it down to like I don't even know like a hundred beats per minute or something um but that was really cool and this is not that downsides of calling yourself billboard is that literally everything comes up before the actual artist because it's like billboard top whatever yeah it's okay strategic error but it's fine (laughs) I love the bass in here like do you see how deep it sounds like it actually sounds like I don't even know what room this song was created in but it's a big ass room yeah it's not big room though. (laughs) Vocal splices, too, I think are really really interesting because, like, this blob synth that keeps coming in, where it's like, like, these uh, there's just they're like massive synths in the sense that they have they feel like weighty, there's Mm -hmm. like a lot to them. Um, that and the vocal splicing, I feel like, is very classic billboard production it Mm -hmm. like comes through in a lot of different singles but i feel like souvenir as i said was like a super slow motion kind of thing and this is like very 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 upbeat and so i feel like it's cool that he managed to bring that signature style up into this tempo without you know having anything sound too like jumbled together or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um there was also another single from like march that I just missed because, I don't know, you know how it be. But that one is also really good, and it's more of like a mid-tempo vibe. So Billboard, back on the scene, hopefully going to release an actual album and not just, you know, a couple singles on a French house compilation (laughs) album, which I also love but would love a full-length situation. (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say.
1: Dang. So, speaking of people who are just like randomly fucking like coming back, uh Wave Racer uh released a new single, Auto.
0: Oh, it's just one single?
1: It's just one single. Oh. Okay. Um and so we have been on his wave, haha, uh since uh 2014. Nailed it. Um <laughs> with uh streamers and there's the best friend remix that we like talked about before, I think In on backtrack. In a backtrack, track. yeah. Um and so I guess his style has developed a lot since literally four fucking years ago, which was the last release, uh, the Flash Drive EP, mm-hmm. with all f- kinds of fun guests like Lido and Cos- Cosmos Midnight and oh my all that.
0: What's the one where it's like I wanna show you? Uh,
1: uh, uh, I think that's Flash Drive featuring uh, 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 Baby.
0: Yeah, wow, great song.
1: Um, <laughs> sounded
0: awesome when I sang it too. <laughs> <laughs> interesting like mix of the never be like you remix which is like weirdly like dark yeah and like the normal cute stuff which i'm super into i I love it now the vocals are here I i know i love it so much
1: yeah, honestly, I, I just really, really like it because, of course, we both love his his older stuff, and I feel like this is an updated version of that. Like, uh, it mm-hmm. still has a lot of the elements that we always loved about it, like those high notes that go like, mm-hmm, and like the chord progressions are still like very much the same as the same style as they were before, but now they have like cool like vocal effects and like slower like feels and tones and like darker basses and like...
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Um,
1: So, another, like, cute person, um, Donatachi, came out with an EP. And I will admit that it's been yellow-clawed a little bit, considering that four out of the six songs have already been released as um, singles. (laughs) However, I'm not mad because the two singles that are, like, the two other songs that are on the EP... Which, by the, the glue way, is that called
0: holds the group together.
1: Sure. Um, <laughs> so the EP is called Taste. So the song Taste and the other song DDR are both very, Whoa. very good. Yes, it's literally called DDR.
0: I have a song for you after this. I
1: shit you not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing about it is that. Um, I now appreciate all of the singles a lot more now that they're, like, ordered and in, in an EP form. And as we've previously discussed, that's, like, kind of a good indicator of, like, if it's a good EP or an album is that, like, it recontextualizes in things in a way. And that oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Even yeah. so
1: that songs that you didn't like as much before you now like a lot more.
0: hmm That's how I felt about Down Bad and Revenge of the Dreamers 3.
1: Yeah. So... Everyone
0: listen to Revenge of the Dreamers 3.
1: <laughs> um, I would like to play the titular track, Taste... Which I also think is like the cutest of them or whatever. But also what's great about it is that I feel like it doesn't overdo its like saccharine like nature, in my opinion. Me you. I'm so
0: I mean I think the percussion just keeps it interesting. Yeah. So it's not just about the sweetness.
1: I, yeah. body, you know I just wanna show you the chorus. Also.
0: syncopation it's like soft not too in your face I like the way you taste. It's yeah see it doesn't like
1: have like a drop per se it's just like still just cute and like it progresses.
0: yeah i mean the harmonies kind of come in and give it that added energy yeah okay can i show you my ddr thing now <laughs> i guess okay well because a different song that's not related to donatachi came out by moxie and like ooh, okay
1: okay yeah okay. called
0: downtown and i literally was like this is a like funky sensation song off of ddr max 2 or some bullshit because it's legit like like listen to this you can imagine the little like neon blue robot dancing around <laughs> of this and it's like are you ready or whatever like let's get to step it <laughs> Let me, hold on. Like, the thing that actually gets me is, like, it's, like, an okay, it's, like, a perfectly fine song, but then there's, like, random flourishes that are, like, wait, what? And that's, like, what happens in DDR songs. They're not, like, not quite, they're, like, uncanny valley songs. (laughs) Okay, right here.
1: 100 combo. Oh, my God, holy shit.
0: (laughs) Don't you feel like this, like, da 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 like, type of thing is very DDR? Yeah. Are you watching the sequence okay? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it's literally, <laughs> you couldn't make it. Uh, Yeah, it's fully DDR and I like listen to it and I think about jumping around on those pads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then also um, Bonobo has a new single and Bonobo has very like, I don't know, has was really doing their own thing in his own lane, has, like, very cool synths and, like, percussion layers and, like, is cool and amazing and very unique. I kind of think of... uh, He's not similar to Passion Pit, but you know how, like, Passion Pit does, like, Passion Pit's own thing Mm -hmm. in its own lane, and it's similar, like, influenced by a lot of, like, things that are happening in electronic music, but very much unique? Mm -hmm. Like, that's Bonobo. And there's a new single out, which is really exciting because... It's been, like, years since um, the last album, which was, I'm pretty sure, like, critically acclaimed. Or it was acclaimed in this person's mind. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's exciting. And then Kate Nash, you know, the, like, foundations, like, merry, merry, happy, but you obviously, you didn't want to stick around. So I love it <laughs> from you. So the British girl, what, okay, whatever. It's, like, middle school, like, emo vibes. But she has a new song called Bad Lieutenant, and it is so sassy and so housey. Um, since you don't know Mary Happy, let me just like explain to you what that was so that you'll be shook when you hear like the new single.
1: It's this song. You know what I'm talking about? It sounds familiar, but I need it to, to get to that. watching me like you never watched. No you know? Don't oh, tell me yeah. that you didn't know. Yeah, try okay, and so this is the new my song is underwater and I can't see the line Did you I see that you chord progression started, just there? But baby <laughs> I'll be
0: fine So go on home Just in, in case I'm you weren't sure what tempo it is here's some claps in the I corner tone. in rush and I can hold my
1: breath That's not for <gasps> I'm This is like like halfway between house and Jersey club,
0: but also UK garage, a tiny, tiny yeah. bit. like because Genithy of the shakers. Yeah, yeah, so good, right?
1: Wow, that's what I know. I know
0: I don't know what is the deal but yeah that's exciting oh and then the last thing I wanted to just shout out is Michael Brunn has an album and it's so cool it's called Local Locale and it has like all these different artists on it it's meant to be like contemporary Haitian music or whatever and he was like I tried to like pull from all these different influences and like recruit all these other Haitian artists that I really like respect and it was amazing and he has this Teen Vogue article because like Teen Vogue is just doing the lord's work you know they just honestly
1: why is teen vogue so much better than fucking regular ass vogue better
0: than many publications anyways um but this album is super super like fun and upbeat and percussive and he recruits like some actual like haitian artists a surprising amount of high life artists because i was under the impression that that was like mostly centered in ghana but obviously it's like kind of like worldwide so mr easy and like other high life artists are are on here, but I feel like Mr. Easy is like a very well known name. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also like major laser kind of vibes on it. There's also like a more um, Gorgon City, you know that song Zoom Zoom with Wyclef Jean. Mm-hmm. It's there's like that kind of vibe on there. So there's a whole bunch of things, and uh, I just wanted to shout that out. What else? Oh, Tom York came out with an album. Who's Tom York?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, he's like the lead singer of Radiohead. Oh, okay. he's that guy who like his voice sounds like a single tear rolling down your cheek,
1: okay, anyways, this another metaphor is here the on the audio
0: version of the Scream painting by Van Gogh okay. <laughs> anyways um so he has a new album, and it's like just Tom York. It's not like the whole gang. <laughs> and it's, I'm like not as obviously I'm not like super qualified to talk about it, but it's really interesting. And I haven't really like fully processed it per se, because I feel like I kept trying to listen to it and then it kept making me like weirdly emotional and like swirling down a pool of gloom. And so I had to oh, like stop. Okay. But if you can get past that, there's like actually really it's so interesting. Like it's really, really cool electronic music. Like, I, the, Johnny Greenwood has a project where he does, he's, like, collaborating with some, like, Israeli composer, and um, all the drum loops are, like, in Max. Hmm. And so it ha, it achieves this, like, very unique effect that is just because that whole creation process is totally different. Yeah. And obviously, Johnny Greenwood and Tom York aren't the same person, but I feel like this Tom York situation has just such a different creative approach and, like, not not just from, like, a whatever like typically figuratively creative but like literally creating the synths Mm -hmm. that process is different and so yeah i don't know let's all process it together i really like twist i really liked impossible knots is that what the song is called
1: also by max did you mean like max cycling 74 the audio the ableton plugin Mm -hmm. okay cool yeah it's called impossible knots that's like a big big deep cut oh
0: yeah i'm sorry i looked at you because i knew you knew because uh, I, I do I
1: yeah. do know yeah, yeah. sorry was, sorry sorry yeah it's so deep that I had to, confirm.
0: <laughs> had to confirm yeah um okay so anyways yeah that that's that's Tom York oh he also has an interview with Zane Lowe supposedly he like doesn't do interviews that often so if anyone's like really interested in hearing like intricate details about this Tom York album like give it a listen question mark and then the last the actual last thing in this section of things that i'm talking about God. is that jacob collier you know the like crazy guy jacob collier sure um, yes has a single with jojo jojo yeah like leave get out right now it's the end of you and me it's too <laughs> late i can't wait for you to be gone because i know oh, about her and i oh, wonder how no. i wrote all the lies <laughs> yeah that jojo <laughs> Oh, yeah, that one. I feel like JoJo is doing the most right now because a couple of months ago she had that song with PJ Morton, you know, say so, and it was really like slow and soulful. And now she has this one, which is like abstract maximalist jazz. And then, <laughs> and, then and then you're not ready because then I looked up just what JoJo is up to. And Spotify has this really intriguing feature called Appears On. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh what This
0: is um a song called Lickterm the JoJo dance mix oh. Is this for real? Yeah, no, it's real. I mean, it's, or it's like a mistake by Spotify, which is so, so possible. But (laughs) all I, I just feel like JoJo conquered pop at the ripe young age of like 13, and now she's just like going into just, she's, she cleared her abstract maximalist jazz chakra and she's (laughs) moving on to this German dance pop chakra. She doesn't know what to do with her
1: immortality. Yeah. (laughs)
0: she's gonna hit the avatar state so soon okay we need to stop with these like references that are confusing for everybody (laughs) um okay shifting gears from that um just some feel good pop you know just some feel good pop to end on oh Um, okay
1: um fucking lontalius okay lontalius (laughs) lontalius yes this is under feel good Because Lontalius wrote a happy song for one time in his entire life. One time only. (laughs) Um, It is called Make My Dreams Come True. And it is actually just like a cute love song that I think that he's just like nice. you're gonna make my dreams come true and it's Aww, really cute
0: that is cute yeah
1: and it's also produced by um Roy Blair who is one of that that dude who did like backing vocals on like Kevin Abstract's American Boyfriend album and such
0: I didn't know that but I feel like there are so many artists where we're like you know that guy who did backing vocals on Kevin Abstract such and such <laughs> it's
1: just Roy Blair I'm sorry okay. about that one.
0: <laughs> Dominic Fike, though he did background vocals on
1: Peach I thought well, no, he's he's a featured artist in Peach. Get your Feature, story, straight. background, and those are two different albums. <laughs> Stand, Rock for once in your life. <laughs> Sorry,
0: it's hard to keep up. <laughs> okay, and then the last, truly last, two things it is, um, this artist named Foley has a song called "Can't Help the Way," and I love the melody on this song so much. I feel like in general I there are a lot of songs that kind of sound like this and so when I first press play I was like okay but then um the actual like chorus came in and I was like wow this is like unique Ooh, Should I, calling your phone this late? I also like these like low-coder harmonies you know that, okay. yeah. you. that part where it's like
1: This really reminds me of like fickle friends.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's just fun. It's it's a great midsummer. You know, it's July now, so you just really want to settle into that heat. And this song is great for that. And then the other second, the second thing was just that I then listened to their other songs, and those songs are also good. So yeah, <laughs> that is it. And now it's time for backtracks.
1: Okay. Do you want to go first? I love the layering of the drums. Yeah, this is a very interesting bass. Yeah, so cool. I beat my drum to a different tune. Born on the night of the cherry moon. I flap my wings causing a monsoon. It's so like fun and confident. I love it. Come again. And I like the way she, like, syncopates her voice, you know? Okay.
0: Anyways, so that is by LaKaley47, and it's on the Insecure soundtrack. You know that show? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. With SRA, and it's amazing. Yeah. Add that to the list of things I'm, like, many, many years late to the train on, but <laughs> I, like, finally am watching it, and this song is, like, just for Insecure. I think. Or like Mm -hmm. when I look it up, nothing else comes up except for this thing with Insecure cover art and I'm super down for it. And I feel like this is like trademark LaCaylee 47. Like when I heard the song, I was like, wow, I can't believe LaCaylee 47 just released a single that you can only hear on Insecure right here right now. Like that's (laughs) insane. And it's such a good example of the way that she puts so much character into her voice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's another example of, like, a very minimalist beat, but the layering is, like, really showcased because it's so minimalist, and the, the stylizing of her voice is also so showcased because it's just, like, there's only a few sounds in there. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and I really like Insecure, and I really like LaCaylee 47. It's July. It's nobody's Heritage Month anymore, so we're just <laughs> throwing out some songs that we like, and... I just don't. I. That's it. Everybody should watch Insecure if they haven't already. <laughs> Everybody has. Whatever.
1: Okay. Are you ready for something lousy?
0: <laughs> no way. Why are you doing what this? What the hell
1: <laughs>
0: is going, going on? <laughs> I'm the so dust early. <laughs> It's like, it's like, so sad that I think of this as like a meme, because at one point it was extremely emotional to listen to.
1: Okay, and so for people who have not heard this song before, Everyone I'm gonna skip. Heard the song. No, heard the song. no, some people don't think that they have heard this song, so let's Play go to the part. <laughs> no, it's the, what to say? <laughs> what to say? Oh, that you only been when.
0: Cause Cause you did. Honestly, you should have done the Jason Derulo
1: song. <laughs> mm, no, because I actually want to talk about this specific song. Um, so this is of course Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. And um I probably could have put in like a lot more effort into like researching Imogen Heap. But like, this is kind of the only Imogen Heap song that I know. You're
0: literally a dumbo. Actually, I have something to say about Imogen Heap. I didn't think I did, but I just remembered something that my friend told me. Apparently she has these like really cool gloves that she does concerts with and they're like programmed to like, she'll like strum a pretend guitar and then it'll like strum a guitar.
1: Oh, that's cool. Like it's synced
0: up so that she can like play, I don't know, the air and it like does stuff. So apparently she has like a really sick live show.
1: That's really cool. Day. There you go. Anyways, image and heap. <laughs> I just wanted to, because I know that I talk about Vocoder a lot and like how much I love it. And I honestly, I like realized that I was making like a playlist that was just like emotional Vocoder songs. Mm. Um, and So just
0: Imogen Heap. But this is Imogen Heap radio station.
1: <laughs> it was, okay. It was that. It was Umru. It was Kashmir Cat. Um, and like a bunch of other artists. Also the one Benny Blanco song uh just for us part two um i
0: forgot about that so like
1: uh and then i realized that like honestly the first time that i had like been super into this kind of sound was literally this fucking song and of course i heard the jason derulo one first and then no
0: you did oh my god that's what is the defining quality between gen z and millennial exactly who heard which song first yeah
1: and then um i remember like watching the snl skit and getting really confused because i was like is that the jason derulo song and then i was like wait that can't be the fucking jason derulo that's song because so that's definitely differently um but yeah no i think that that is emblematic of my generation and that's why like literally i when i talk to other people of my generation they don't know that this is a song they only know the jason derulo version and they know that's the a SNL roast skit.
0: that's a roast of your generation
1: maybe it is but <laughs> it's true of every of almost every single person that i've talked to who's from my generation. so i just want everyone to know that this is the mm, what you say song and it's actually a very emotional song and it's really really pretty and i think that people should listen to it all the way through, please.
0: and water is wet. for all the millennials out there who have heard this song like a quadrillion times and obviously know
1: where it's from already. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that's the origin of my vocoder love. Wow. So, so beautiful.
0: Yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, uh-huh. that yeah. is gonna do it for us. Is that uh-huh. literally gonna do yeah. it for
1: us? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, quick like poll announcement thing. Sometimes, okay, in the playlist, we've been adding like other songs that we don't actually say words about. And I am curious whether people would prefer if I put the songs like meshed in with the rest of the songs that we do talk about. So it creates a whole vibe or if I put all those songs after our ending track so that it's easier to find specific things that we talk about from the episode. Let me know <laughs> via Twitter or something. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So listen to the podcast. You, then you can express your opinion, and then tweet at us and follow us on Twitter so you can again express your opinion and rate us on Apple Podcasts. So you can, again, so you can express your opinion. Um,
1: and yeah. See you all Wait, uh, I remind me after we are recording, I have to call <laughs> 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 yes, you this. Oh my when i different stocks in a